Here we go. Again on our own. Going down the only road we've ever known. (laughs) (laughs) I was just trying something different. Yeah, I like it. It's been a while. Good one? Yeah. All right. (laughs) Good morning. Oh, my name is Noah. Mm -hmm. And I'm joined as usual by my lovely wife, Liz. Hello, Liz. Hello. How... uh, how are we feeling this morning? I think pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Had some leftover donuts. Mm-hmm. And uh, the protests are over, I think. We had two days well, of protests here. Uh, depending on when this episode airs. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. for us in real life right now, as we yeah. sit on our couch, because right. there were protesters like mm-hmm. right outside our building yesterday mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um, right. As of right now, this moment, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we're obviously COVID has been uh, over for months. Um, and then several months from now, they might allow businesses to open back up. And um, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm, oh I'm being facetious. <laughs> but I haven't been personally worried about COVID for quite a while now. And places are starting to open back up. And I'm excited, mm-hmm. like... Just driving past places and seeing cars in the parking lot and stuff is exciting. Seeing people outdoor dining, drinking. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's awesome. So, yeah, just watching people's reactions to all the crazy things that have been happening this year. And I can't, I don't know, like, I don't know how much of it is actually crazy things and how much of it is, like, hype and, like, like, when it's all said and done, COVID-19 is going to be like, okay, I'm not saying it's only, it's equally dangerous to the flu or something like that, but it seems like when it's all said and done, it's going to look like a bad flu season. And uh, then there are the murder hornets. I don't know. I don't hear anything about those anymore. Me neither, thankfully. And yeah. (laughs) That would keep me home. (laughs) That's like me as a kid having like nightmares about something like that. Like if that were to happen, mm, that'd be like yeah. little. I had a dream about it. Liz about one. coming back and like wanting to not go outside. Yeah, <laughs> I could see I'm, that because I'm scared of some fictional thing <laughs> like, that might maybe happen. I had a dream that um, there's like a murder hornet like on the outside of my car window or something. It was about the size of like a baby kitten. Oh my god, <laughs> that's horrifying. Yeah, it was funny, but uh, and then. And then the, what's the guy's name? George. Oh, George Floyd. George Floyd. And then the George Floyd thing, which of course that's outrageous, but like, I don't even really want to say, but, but I am saying, but, um, (laughs) but that like, unfortunately it's not uncommon. So yeah, I agree with the anger and all that stuff about it, or I understand the anger and everything, but, but just like me kind of sitting back a little bit and taking in people's reactions to these things. Uh, made made me think of like a, a worldview differentiation between people. And so I described it to you as like outside in versus inside out. Yep. Where it's like it's your way of solving the problems in your life. And it's so there's we talked about how this kind of relates to circle of influence versus circle of concern that uh, which we talked about in our uh, seven Habits series, which uh, we are still going to yeah. complete. <laughs> we'll need to wrap that one up. But there's, it seems to me like there's 
a prevailing maybe it's just on social media makes it sound like it's more common than it really is but a lot of people are looking to fix the outside world first do you agree with that yeah well maybe it's a loaded question it might be i mean i know what you're saying and i think that can be the tendency Mm -hmm. at least or at least it can appear that way too so i don't know yeah yeah let's unpack it a little bit more so yeah so the what i'm getting at is when you see a problem in your life and we've talked about this a lot too with you know everybody has wind but you set you set your sail so like everybody's going to experience difficulties in their life and obstacles and things like that but it's the people who react the right way or go within themselves to determine the proper course to handle those things that succeed so meaning the set of the sail is more important than the wind you receive meaning your circle of influence is greater than your circle of concern meaning you start from the inside and then through that you affect the out yeah so is that clear yeah, yeah. so well i just am making sure i'm making it clear like it's yeah definitely i don't know if it's fully based on the seven habits but like that's anyway mm-hmm. one connection that we yeah we hold many very those, wise people have said it in different ways yeah we we would like to model our behavior even though it's not always easy or doesn't always happen but oh we sure model it after that yeah so so more than there are two types of people in the world there are two types of responses to adversity that's the real thing and everybody does some of both so you know there are there are people with poor worldviews and things like that that like some things are more easily seen than other like okay i've gained a bunch of weight while you can blame other people for it on some level but you could maybe you could see like okay i need to maybe eat less or maybe start walking or something that's an inside out approach that's looking at yourself first to cure the problem in your life Whereas, I mean, I'm sure there are people who are like, well, I, you know, I'm married and well, you know, my wife's in charge of buying and preparing the food. So, I mean, what am I really supposed to do? Or, you know, this person or that person's a bad influence on me or I go to work and everybody's always eating fast food. So what else am I supposed to do? Or like, so those are like outside in, I would say excuses. Yeah. And so you can apply this to everything. I mean, if you can use problems that you have nothing to do with as an excuse to work on yourself i think that's what i should do like personally Mm -hmm. so even if it's like wars in another place like i can that raises an emotion in me a negative one and so i can examine what nerve that's touching with me and why because there might maybe something there I can work on, even though it's not like obviously I didn't start a war. I'm not over there killing people, but like mm-hmm. it may raise some issue in myself emotionally or other that I can use to work on. Like that might be like the hardest, like the, maybe the furthest stretched example, but like just to be of the mindset to realize that all the obstacles and issues in your life are created by you in one way or another. Do you agree with that? Okay, well, so the obstacles. Okay, I, I maybe it's just the wording I'm having issues with because yeah. like the I don't know if it's the obstacles are created by you, but maybe it's like the That's true. If you're getting It's the negative response. Yeah, the negative response and the sorrow cuz like okay, maybe right. 
You're right. I did Maybe. phrase it poorly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So if we can agree on that, I guess. Yeah, it's not your fault on. if a car hits you or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or if, you know, there's a hurricane that wipes out your city. Right. <laughs> there's right. Like, yeah. So how would you rephrase it then? So you can bring yourself to be positive, loving, and happy regardless of your circumstances. And whenever you're not those things... It's because of you. It's not because of other things. Yeah. That's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hard, hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. You're choosing whenever you have a negative thought, whether it's sorrow, anxiety, anger, anger. Yeah. Jealousy. That's all. That's all created by you in your own mind. And yeah, that is a hard pill to swallow. So even if that car does hit you, that's totally not your fault. How you deal with that. Let's say you lose a leg. How you deal with that is up to you. So you can be the woe is me, whatever, mm-hmm. like, I'm not normal. I have to learn how to walk again and, like, throw yourself a pity party. I'm not saying you might not deserve one, but it's going to add insult to injury, pun intended. <laughs> I mean, you're compounding your difficulties. Like, okay, now you've got one leg and you feel sorry for yourself. Yeah. And you're being antisocial and you can't see a, n- a normal way of life again. So you're, you're not going to start creating one for yourself. Like, so you're like double damning yourself. Yeah. But so it's like, and the more I'm on social media, well, because I'm on social media, I'm on Facebook a lot because that's a part of what I do for my job. And it's literally the whole point of Facebook is to get you to stay on there as long as possible. So they write algorithms to show you all the things that you're going to look at. Um, But so just seeing like people's responses to everything to me now that I'm kind of learning this new way of like looking at the world and looking at problems and things like that just shows me either the people who have the opposite worldview that I'm trying to create for myself are the loudest or they're very prevalent. And I can't tell for sure. What do you think? So I think that's kind of hard to tell because of everybody's like. If we're going off Facebook specifically, Mm -hmm. like everybody's Facebook is different. So like it might be that you're seeing things in groups versus like your friends posts. Right. Or like. Mm, No. No. I'm it's most I mean, it's people I'm quote unquote friends. What doesn't mean they're my actual friends. So, yeah, it's yeah. Or or memes. Yeah, it's memes, too, I guess. But or people's responses to memes. But I think that what I'm referring to is mostly like friends. Like. okay, Yeah. So for me. I think a lot of my friends are just sad about it and like some are getting Mm -hmm. a little bit enraged, but like, yeah, they're just posting and like everyone's kind of stuck because I think a lot of people don't know what to do or how to feel like, yeah. So that like, cause I, I posted about that and it's frustrating because you're like, it's so like, I don't know, tumultuous that you don't want to add like air to the fire or something because you don't know what's the right thing to say yeah like and then but i think a lot of my friends are just really sad and troubled and think there needs to be change yeah um i agree i don't know if we all think so change in the same way but like yeah i think (laughs) yeah that's what i'm reading a lot okay is things need to change and what's happening is really terrible yeah so i don't know exactly how to apply the rule too because like this isn't i haven't had this lifelong approach to dealing with these types of issues so i don't know the exact 
application. I don't know the exact right answer because I haven't gone through many trials and tribulations with this outlook. So I can tell you for sure that the rioting wouldn't be the prescribed answer from this worldview Mm -hmm. or looting. But, um, you know, protesting, I think there can be some positives. It depends what your desired outcome is, I suppose. And I don't know, but but I, I think that like if more people took the took this opportunity to work on themselves it would probably have a greater effect than the protests and i know that sounds weird and maybe that's i don't know does that sound like bad me saying that um well i think it could be misconstrued as like being selfish which is mm. I think, what people struggle with sometimes when they hear that someone's working on themselves yeah but like i think to be effective you cannot control somebody else. You can only control yourself, which goes right. back to the, you know, your circle of concern and circle of influence or like what can you actually affect first initially? Right. You, yourself. Yeah, right. And So it does sound weird. It sounds like, no, that's not what you should be doing, if that's what you mean. Like Yeah. Well, I'm learning slowly over time that working on yourself and changing the way you view things is actually the best way to help other people. And it's not it's not learning things and then giving advice to people who don't know those things because that drives them in the opposite direction. And it's not telling people to alter their behavior because that does the same thing. And at least from my experience and myself, trying to teach others instead of trying to learn yourself is like it has an exact opposite desired outcome. So sometimes, like, while I can't maybe affect one exact situation in the way I desire, maybe me wanting to affect that exact situation in that way otherwise would have been, like, me trying to manipulate or, like, maybe it it's not supposed to be that way. But maybe if I use that opportunity to work on myself, I'll be encouraging more and more of the outcomes I would have liked to have seen by example. Does that make sense at all? I know it's hard it's hard to verbalize yeah. this stuff. Yeah, I mean I think it does. I think you're just trying to say what we said like in a different way. Yeah. Which is how focusing on yourself can work from the inside out. Yeah. Well, I also like to apply it I mean we can apply it directly to our business. Okay. Where it's our first year doing our business. We only sold like four properties or something like that and I can blame it on, well, Craigslist sucked or I could blame it on, you know, there's all these circumstances where like, well, I didn't get in contact with the right buyers or like, but really it was like the motivation early in the next year to just, just focus and direct my energy where I need know it needed to go. And like, it was really all my shortcomings that slowed the business down so much. Like, and a part of it's just because we were feeling it out as we went. But that's still me. I mean, that's that's not wasn't the economy. It wasn't the right. buyers. It was like me not putting enough energy into the right places to get in front of the right people. And I mean, yeah, because w- what does like, OK, we've got 40 percent unemployment now or not 40 percent, uh, 40 million unemployed people now. And so the economy, who knows what could happen to the economy? So I could use that to be like, oh, well. No one's going to buy you anyway, so why blah, blah, blah. But Or I can I can just do the same things or I can use this as an opportunity to say, well, either 
either this creates a unique opportunity that's good for the land business because people are scared and they want land, or I can say, okay, that it is going to be harder because people do have less money. So therefore I need to get in front of more people. I need to double my efforts, that kind of thing. Uh, Either way, it comes down to my actions. You're the one that has to pivot to meet the needs. Right. Which is what a lot of businesses have been doing. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if I would say that they're thriving, but like for those businesses that Mm -hmm. decided to do like the to-go menus and... Mm -hmm. To yep. go drinks and like, oh, they're offering delivery now and right. Like, do we talk just about closing? What halls down, did? I don't know if we did. I don't even know if that worked or was successful either. But it was. Know. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, once you say what they did. So this is a restaurant that's right next to our apartment, and so this is a dine-in restaurant, and because I think people were worried about food shortage shortages. Mm -hmm. as well as like toilet paper and stuff like that they uh, instead of offering like carry out or to go i think the the things that they normally would buy and make their meals with they would sell individually like lettuce right um so they it was like like a little market yeah which we didn't end up going to but um but it was just so like fun and creative like where i think there was a lot of businesses that just maybe shut down because i mean because it's food i think it was totally up to each individual business whether they wanted to stay and like figure out a way to stay open and make money or close because it was since it was they couldn't have they couldn't have dine-in but they could not have dine-in so like a lot of places here stayed open but had like maybe limited hours and it was only carry out or only delivery but if it wasn't something that they like normally offered or there was like no drive-in like Mm -hmm. mcdonald's stayed open fast food stayed open because they already have drive-in drive through i mean so like that was like already a built-in cushion for them whereas like other local places they don't have drive-throughs so right right so I felt like that was a great opportunity for those business owners to be creative and like, okay, this is the win they were dealt. How are you going to set the sales to stay right. in business? Right, right. And yeah. So I found that really inspiring, actually. Or yeah. like there were, um, we have some local distilleries that they started using their ingredients to make hand sanitizer instead mm, of mm-hmm. alcohol. I mean, they, I might still be making alcohol, but like because everyone was so worried about the shortage for hand sanitizer and like things to keep your hands clean, mm-hmm. like that started to pop up locally here for us. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, which I was like, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. Right. Like, yeah. And yeah, so all those people took the approach of, okay, well, even if it's not my fault and it's not, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's time for me to do something about it. I need to change because of this thing that may or may not be my fault. Mm-hmm. So looking inward first. So not, not. I mean, how much is it going to help your business to go petition the governor or something to open businesses back up? I mean, governor does what he wants, obviously. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to consult the constitution or anything like that. He just uh, closes down <laughs> whatever he wants. So I don't know. I just, yeah, I think the one calamity after the other whether it's a calamity or not or whether it's you know 
again, pun intended, trumped up a little bit, is irrelevant. We have to deal with the consequences, and the way I see best for us to deal with it is working on ourselves first, and that'll give us the best desired outcome. Right. And we keep saying that, like, even so, another sort of example, I don't know how much time we have. No, we got time. Um, Like, we have... Oh, so for me, it's my stepdaughter, but, you know, your daughter mm-hmm. and how being a being a parent is hard. And that can be it's hard right. enough even if you're not like split parenting between two families like. But right. for us and not, I don't even know if that's is one is harder than the other. But like a difficulty for us is different parenting styles between the two households. So she has her mom mm-hmm. and her mom's boyfriend and then she has our house plus like not to mention there's a grandparents houses that she'll kind of pop around in right and we want to influence her the best we can and we kind of just look at it as like the long game of like if we believe that we're doing our best to be our best in front of her like that's what will shine through and stick with her like throughout all these years hopefully until when she's older and realizes oh, okay, like Noah and Liz <laughs> had it pretty good. Or like, yeah. you know, we're doing things in a way that positively affected me. Because it does not always feel like that. Right. She, I mean, with little kids, when you don't know like anything about how the world works and you're developing, like her brain's developing, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like, I don't know, I think a real like you know, personal one when you think of like parenting, I guess, and like yeah. family. But like we can yeah, just instead of just keep... like Yeah. Like also the inside out approach we're talking about here is like instead of just like yelling at her to fix everything, it's modeling what we think is the best way to purport yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well and instead of just bending to her, like 'cause it I it can be really easy just to like Oh yeah. Because she would be totally happy just being on her tablet in her room all day yep. and eating junk food. Yep. And we refuse to to do that, even though it would totally be much easier, easier for us. It would be easier for us. And she would, I don't know, she, outwardly she'd be much happier with us. Yeah. But like long term, long term she might lose respect for us. Well, or who knows what else? Like or how who she, knows? Yeah. I mean, anyway. So I don't. I feel like what we're doing is right and like we're like trying to stick to our goals and like mm-hmm. how you th- how we think someone with integrity should right parent and and exist <laughs> right um, yeah but it's like it's a long haul it's not something she'll appreciate for many 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 years right like even now I'm 31 like I still feel like I'm learning things that help me appreciate how my parents were when I was younger yeah that I didn't see like until like my mid to late 20s and mm-hmm. into my 30s now so we're um, planting those seeds now yeah and hopefully they bear fruit later yeah so anything else um I don't know I mean, we. I'm sure we could talk about many examples of things, but you think you just want yeah. to go ahead and in there? Yeah, that's fine. A little bit of a shorter episode, but not bad. I don't know. Yeah, any last words? Yeah, read all these things added by James Allen. Oh, yes. 
that was partially why you wanted to have an episode about this, which yeah. you didn't even mention. Yeah, so, yes. I listened to that yes. book. It's short. It's like I listened to it. It's a three, like less than three hours, I think. I listened to it twice this week. So I've been thinking about this a lot. So we'll talk to you next week. Okay. <laughs> Bye. See you. Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job? Please remember to support the show by visiting whencanIquitmyjobshop.com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only.